Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.km samtownsendmusic.km And I can only imagine that KM, your newest offshoot of your organisation, is Kuala Lumpur. No, not a country. Ooh. Kathmandu. No. Ah. Um, Not a country. A little help? It begins with C. Right. And can can uh, contain the word the. Ah. So it begins with C. Yeah. And it's got an M in it. You just say KM, though. Yes, it's got an M, yes. But it starts with a K. Starts with a C. You and said KM. Include the word the. Hang on, what does it start with? A K or an M? It starts with a C. But it, but it is dot it's KM. The, yes. Right. The. It's a difficult one. Okay, give me a clue. Uh, okay. It, Tap it out for me. Okay. That's not helped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, give me a, Just tell me. Okay, it's the Comoros. I, I've never even heard that noise. Uh, but when I tapped it out, I was surprised to get it. The Comoros. Yeah, I would have had more chance had I ever heard of the place, the Comoros. That's not a country. Comoros, the Comoros, the union of whatever it is. The Comorossians. Yeah. Presumably Malcolm the Comorossian is, is your man. No, he's not. I, uh, it's uh, Comorossian Stuart. Ah, good old Stu. Yeah, he runs it for me. I only met this. him this week, but he's got straight on it. Well, I apologise to people who live in the Comoros for nev- never having heard of you. That's all right. I would not live there. If you've got any listeners in the Comoros, <laughs> you're not like Comorossian. Uh, well, not yet. Um, you know, good. Yes. Good cover while I had a bad flip. <laughs> Class podcasting there. No, good, yes. <laughs> it just covers it all off, really, doesn't it? Mm. covers all bases. Could be no, could be yes, but it's most likely good. Brilliant bit of a lovely, lovely covering there. I might get a T-shirt with that one. No, good, yes. Okay, we've had some nice communications since we last... Um, yes, we have. Since we last did an episode. First of all, a shout-out to Irena Holder. Mm. Irena Holder who emailed in to tell us about where she got her John Frusciante octopus tattoo. Cracking tattoo. And how much it cost. A question which I'm now presuming we asked Apparently during an episode. <laughs> yeah, no, we did. So thank you so much, Irena, for, for emailing in. And also, she shared with us a picture of not only her octopus, but some wonderful piece of uh, Frusciante art that she's done. Tremendous. So I would urge everyone to go on Instagram. Uh, Irena follows us, so you'll be able to find her that way. Yes. Irena Holder and... Uh, check out her artwork. It's it's superb. I love the Frusciante picture. I love it, and I'd like to see more. If there's any any other Red Hot Chili Peppers artwork that Irena's done, hmm. let's see it. Irena, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's and anyone. If anyone's done any Red Hot Chili Peppers artwork and would like us to review it, it, yeah, yes. Well, I'd, uh, all I can say about Irena's yeah. work is it's sensational. And I can say that it's tremendously sensational. No, good. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. And no, it's yes. and it's yes. It's good and it's yes, Irena. That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, universally speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast stamp of approval. It really is. You can get one of those rubber stamps that says, good, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what we need is one that you can cycle through. So it does say you can pick. Yeah, like those no. pens that are all different colours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, what we, that, that's what we need. That's what we really need. Yeah, that's what we really need. Anyway, back on track. Yes. Um, We're going to try and stay on track this week. Mm, mm, sure. <laughs> um also, uh, a nice email in, a nice communication from Red Hutchinson, who I have to say has got one of the coolest names in the world. Well, he's certainly the first person that we've heard of who's named after a colour. 
Yeah. Or one of the words in the band's name. Now all, now well, all we need true. is uh, Hot Smith, Chili mm, Jones. Digging a hole here. Yeah, no, and Peppers. Peppers. peppers Literally any peppers, surname. Peppers McDonald. <laughs> peppers McDonald, thank God. Oh, my God. Any surname in the world. I couldn't come up with one. Yates. So, yes, if you are um, Hot Smith... Chili Jones or Peppers McDonald's. Then please get in touch. Please do write in. Thank you, Red. Red said he was... He did something that a few people have now said they, they have done, which was sync up the Slane Castle commentary. Yes. Found time to do that, which is superb. Thank you, everyone. Anyone who listens to it in any way, thank you. I know, I know um, lots of people listen to it just doing their normal things, doing their chores, doing their, their drive to work. Dare I say a bike ride? If you must. A walk. A run. A jog. <laughs> a trot <laughs> lots of people listen well, to it while they were trotting do you think any horse riders listening yeah absolutely good um, yes <laughs> yes <laughs> it, it made me think what would you call yourself if you wanted to give yourself the coolest nickname in the world the coolest name it's not it's not, no, it's not a nickname if I wanted to give myself the coolest name in the world hmm. probably I thought of mine okay what's yours Starsky Thunderclap ah uh, okay that's well, turn that cuckoo cool. off I'd probably call myself uh, Cuckoo Cuckoo <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> oh, God. We got early. Oh, my God. Uh, it's warm in this room, isn't it? It really is. Can you open that door? Right, right, Jesus Christ. Can I have a mouthful of beer after that? Can you just fill? Sure, yeah. Good. No. Yes. Uh, Cooking McDonald's signing off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So, yes, two lovely emails. Thank you, Irena and Red. Yeah. Oh, and Red also said that he's um, willing to lend us a book he's got about John and his guitars. He did. Which so we can be, review. Which you did say yes to, didn't you? Yes. Brilliant. So we could do an episode down the line of book reviews. Dan Boyd also sent an email in. Uh, lovely Dan Boyd, friend, listener, confidant. Uh, so he says, on the tour, what would you be most upset or annoyed by if the Swan forgot? What lyrics would you think, oh, for God's sake, Swan? He did. To miss out on. Um, I certainly think if they play Venice Queen, I would be heartbroken if that ending was messed up. Mm. Imagine if he messes up on Slane. I still love it. Yeah. But that would be a shame. I think it, it's- it depends on the extent of the mistake, really. Hmm. It, it, you know, Forgetting a couple of words, but the song still going smoothly and sounding great would be more than acceptable. But if he had such a major cock-up, or any of the band, that they had to stop and start the song again... Very rare. ...then that would be a problem. Right, OK. But I think the this, this Swan... Mm. They'd all have to forget w- what they were doing. It has happened. Well, it's hap- I've, it's, I've seen a couple of um, times where they've got mega confused. Well, I was at Twickenham... Uh, the last time I saw REM live and they played Perfect Circle and Stope came in mm. too late yeah, and I thought time, and I thought yeah. he was in trouble there because yeah. uh, they're gonna I bet I thought I bet they stop and they did have to stop yeah and that's the end of that yeah. well it can happen that was the that was when there was such a big traffic jam on the motor on the way home that I was able to get out of the car and phone Nick in Japan our brother talk to him about the gig he's a huge REM fan hello brother Nicholas hello Nick and cheers to Nick yeah, well, you and just tell the story and then I'll do my sponsor. Sat on the uh, motorway, chatting away to my brother in Japan. Mm, which, is, which was lovely. Mm. Um, my sponsor is Japan-related. 
and I am delighted to be uh, drinking Asahi. Asahi. However it's Asahi. Yeah, it's definitely not pronounced like that, as Mm. far as I know. But Nick once told me how it was pronounced, but it was many years ago, and I've forgotten. It's a lovely drink. Apologies for mispronouncing, Mm. but um, people will know what I mean. And it is, quite frankly, delicious. I'll just apply some to the mouth. This will be one of the few drinks you drink where I concur with you. It's a lovely drop. That is is fresh, dry, and crisp. I used to buy it from Mummins down in Hyde. What a lovely beer. So... Job done. I'll quickly do my sponsor. It is this lollipop that I I bought our sister, Bethany, a tin of sweets on Friday night for helping me sort my phone out. Excellent. And there was this lolly in it, so I, I pinched it. Ah, so it's theft. Yeah. It's theft good and proper. But uh, so it's essentially sponsored by our sister, Bethany. And theft. Mm. And larceny. Grand larceny. Sponsored by crime. Now... Today we are diving back into some B-sides, but B-sides of a special nature, I'm sure you'll agree. I will agree. We're going to be looking uh, at I'm Beside You, part one this is, of three-part discussion we'll have about this. We're going to do the first five songs today. Yes. Second, ep- second part will be six songs, third part will be six songs. Six, twelve, seventeen. Five, eleven, eleven. seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and... I asked you to do the research, so would you care to regale us? He's, he's written it down. No, I'm not going to regale, no, because no, I'm going to sprinkle these facts no, in regale us. Uh, over the course of the episode. Okay. Um, but as you've already stated, we are focusing today on I'm Beside You, mm. which is a fantastic title for a collection of B-sides. Pullingly clever. But it's also it's clever on two levels, Ooh. because the album is called I'm With You. Yeah. And I'm Beside You is, yeah. a, is an extension of that. Yeah, yeah, But it very also, clever. as you've alluded to, includes the word B-side. Ah, I did allude to that. So it's a double prize. It's a double whammy. Yeah. It, it really is. It's very clever. 17 songs mm. recorded <laughs> during the I'm With You sessions. Yes, yes. Um, they were all in contention to make the album, of course. Well, my understanding is the... The album was the album because those songs fitted as a coherent body of work more than the songs that were then left over. Yes, yes. Um, so, yes, and uh, this particular collection was released on November the 29th, 2013. Hmm. My understanding is that they released each... Uh, what did they have? 17 songs, so they yes. released eight singles. Nine. Yeah, but eight with an A and a B side. Yes. And, and then the one, ninth. Uh, one with... Uh, an, uh, In Love Dying... Yeah, which was half on side A, Takes half on, on side B, it's so long. Yes, that's correct. Ben. Mm. So there we are, some, some, a sprinkling of preliminary facts. Great. Well, I'm looking forward to the secondary oh, facts. there's plenty more where that came from. Is, is all of your research on that one page? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's two pages. Fine. Okay, then. Well, should we get straight... It's a big book, by the way. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's, it's an A5. Shall we get straight into it? Yeah, yeah I'd love to. Strange Man. Strange Man. <laughs> Revenue streams 
Blocking my shots and killing my dreams That showed me how to be the cause Well, as we strangely come out of Strange Man, I think what we'll do here, with your permission, okay, is think about these songs and whether we would, or whether we think they have any place on the album I'm With You. Okay. We'll answer that question definitively at the end of part three, when we'll go through all of them. Fine. But we'll think, uh, is a song in consideration for I'm With You? Is it in consideration? Is it a straight no? Or is it a maybe? Yeah. Um, in consideration and maybe mean the be- mean the same thing. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, but I need three options. Yeah. So. What, what are they? No, yes, good. No, a- yes. Everything, everything you do must be three. No, yes, in consideration. It's the power of three. Mm. Great stuff. No, but no, what you've got is um, no, maybe, and in consideration. Sure. <laughs> no, yes. Okay, Strange Man. Mm. What do you make of it? Well, I, I, I like... I like uh, I like I like it. You sound like you're trying to say I like it. I, no, I like its individual parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily like the sum of those parts. Yes, interestingly, or, or not, we're going to have a couple of songs at least today where I'm not sure that they, they it matches up, whether, it, whether it's a coherent whole. It's often the way with, with Chili's B-sides. Yeah, you and get I think the, the funky often, bit and the and the more melodic bit. Yeah, and quite often I think that can be the the driving force behind songs being left off because they they just don't quite fit together. This sounds like a B side. This sounds like a really good idea done to a really high standard, mm. but it, an idea that didn't quite coalesce. bear fruit, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah, if you will, and I will. What an incredible intro, though. I love that early... To me, it sounds very early 90s, garbage style. The the sound of the guitar is great. Slightly pushed, it sounds like it's close-miked. Close-miked, MTP, microphone technical point, is when you are recording through an amplifier, you, of course, have the option of where you place the microphone or microphones that you're using to record that. Close-miked would be... Simply if you had the microphone close to the amplifier. Mm. No, it makes sense. Close to the speaker. And that will give you a more in-your-face sound. If you are miking it a, a further away, it tends to give you a more roomy sound. Yes. That's the, that's the, ba- the very basics. And I'm sure there's people out there that know much microphone more about that. Microphone specialists. Yeah. Um, amp specialists. Sound men. Yeah. <laughs> Technicians. <laughs> yeah. Techs. Producers. Sound guys. Yeah. All and of those women. People. And women, of course. So, wonderful, wonderful intro. I really, really like that. And the second and fourth times on the line, Mm. Josh throws in just a little um, hammer pull-off, hammer on pull-off, just to give it that little bit of variation. Mm. Really, really like it. I'll tell you what struck me when I'd listened to these six songs, as it was, uh, during the pre-production preparation. Mm. The Swan sounds really good on all of these. Yeah, he does. He really does. And particularly on the sixth track. Mm. Get uh, your digs in. Which we're not going to cover now. No, we're going to do five, then six, then six, so that we build. Yeah, build up. Build yeah, so up. you do the five. Much like you build up a song. So we do five, then, then six, six, then six, plus the... Plus the finishing chat. No, plus the would this have made it on the album conversation. Mm. The no, definitive, gotcha. the inconsiderations or maybes. Do you want to speak into your microphone? I'm not speaking. I wasn't speaking. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you couldn't hear him, people. 
No, I just noticed you were leaning it on, no, I on was, your desk. I was, I was going to pass some wind. No, I was no, trying okay, to that's get fine. away from the mic. <laughs> that's fine. When you're not talking, can you be louder and more direct? Yeah, sure. What else have we got? The backing vocals again from Josh. How lucky was this band? To pick up a little angel. Mm, a little ethereal angel. Mm. Because you you get a great guitarist with Josh, a multi-instrumentalist, of course. Yes. But what you get, which you didn't get with Dave, for example, yeah. Eric... Uh, Can't speak for Eric. Blackbeard. Blackbeard, yeah, well, certainly Blackbeard. <laughs> <laughs> he refused to sing any chili songs. Yeah, but he was, a, he was primarily a pirate. On the high seas. <laughs> he was. He probably listened to the chili songs. Yeah, they wanted him in, and they had to accommodate his piracy. <laughs> <laughs> but to have somebody with the ability to... Uh, not necessarily replicate, but take on the, John's backing vocals, which not everyone could do, but also produce the quality yes. that he produces across this whole era and and into the getaway. Well, but. his his personal style is is so much different to to John. Yeah, you're, you're you're right to say that he can take on John's vocals, but his style is is ethereal, angelic, dare I say it, otherworldly. I agree. He, you definitely get another worldly sound on this one, especially. But there's a real kind of distinct sound to um, Josh's backing vocals on uh, from this period. Oh, his his stamp was was on there straight away. And how lucky to be able to walk into a band and put your stamp on it. Well, yes, indeed. Presumably, a stamp like yours says. Well, it says ethereal, angelic, otherworldly. That last one's quite big. It is a big step. (laughs) But he has to have all of them. So, what do we. Oh, I like the way the swan. So the Swan's delivery uh, and the, the melody and the lyrical content on the verses mm. sometimes runs into, so he'll finish a line and then the next line will start with that word. Yeah. Because the whole song uh, feels like it's constantly trying to leapfrog itself on the verses. It, well, he follows the, the instrumental line very closely, doesn't he? To, even to the point of like dipping the last, the last word. Yeah, exactly. And having that come in as the first word. And the it next gives line. it that, you know, yeah, that natural sort of flow. It's good. Yeah, he sounds he sounds fantastic. Thinking about whether this would make the album for me, you know, can I say now whether I would want it on there or no. not? No. Okay. No. No. So you I, well, I would or I wouldn't. Yes, and I would or I wouldn't as well. On break one, you get a huge after the first um, the first verse. Mm. You get that huge backing vocal section where uh, the Swans also doing the backing vocals yeah and he's really distinctly in there with Josh and he sounds superb yeah yeah Th- that's right and, and actually this is that's the point where I thought he was giving us some, something a bit different something a bit fresh hmm. a bit new and and actually there's a there's a two or three occasions during these songs unfortunately one the, the most key occasion is on song six, <laughs> oh, song six which we're not going to cover <laughs> which we're not going to cover but we will cover that but there's two or three occasions where he really, I feel like he's treading new ground, hmm. which, which for the Swan, I think it, it, particularly at that time was was really good. Yeah, because it's an, it's an opportunity when you have somebody new come into the band, so they give it a new dynamic. Yeah, everything else remains pretty, you know, very very similar. Still, mm-hmm. Ruben producing. Yes, big Ricky Ruben. But it's an opportunity for producing different types of sounds. And to try something new. Yeah. And fair play for this one for embracing that. Which he did. I, I will point out to you, to, to, he, he developed a, a new um, kind of vocal... Delivery style? Yeah, it's a delivery style, but it's a particular kind of 
tick. You know, you know, not a tick, but a new thing, mm-hmm. a new way of delivering that was very, very distinct on this album and, and was new at the time. I'll point it out to you if I if I if I can spot it. Okay, cool. But I think that came from the arrival of Josh, or it certainly came from his personal development. I've got a question for you. Sure. Would you ever consider turning your phone on silent during a podcast? <laughs> well, I wouldn't. No. Well, turn it on to silent. I We're like in a professional situation cuckoo. here. Look, you might be called Cuckoo McDonald. Right, fine. You, you, get... like, you normally like it when the cuckoo goes. Oh up. yeah, you can tell. I love it. Yeah. Right in, everybody. Tell, tell us whether it sounds like I like it when Sam doesn't switch his phone off. Then into the chorus, let's talk about that. It's the switch, isn't it? Yes, it's it is a, the switch. It's a disparity between the two parts. I really like the chorus. Yes, I do, and I, I love the way you get to hear it, and, they, and they, they go again, as they have done before, one more than you might expect at the end. Mm. It's, a great, it's a great little bit of music. I can imagine when they, you know, when they wrote it, they thought, this is, this is great. Do you think they thought, have we got a verse that matches this? No. No, right, we'll doesn't it- matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll go for it anyway. Cool. But that will mean it won't make the album. Mm. So be so, it. So be it, yeah. Really nice playing style from Josh on the, on the chorus. Plays that kind of real funky lead guitar Yeah, line. funky, but also the whole song has a laid-back vibe. It feels here that Josh is really digging... It's interesting, so it's a bit of a... What I'm saying sounds like I'm, I'm disagree with myself. Mm. Josh is really digging into those notes on the chorus, really digging out that tone, mm. yet it sounds like a, a laid-back attack. Uh, can you have a laid-back attack? That's the question. Of course you can. Well, in that case, it's a laid-back attack. They, they tend not to be as effective as, as the more intense attack. Mm. Well, no, but it is really effective. That's the That's the... That's, that, that, that's, the, that's uh, the conundrum of the whole situation. Really, it really is. But yes, I know what you mean. It, it's it, it's a driving, a, it's a driving chorus. Yeah. Um, but it's funky and it feels relaxed. But it feels natural. I think that's the thing. Love that. Um, as you as you come out of the chorus at one sixteen, they just hold the chord and Chad emphasises that by the, switching to the open hi hat and it gives it that draggy feel as it feels yeah. like it's slowing down. Very to cleverly. The, to then take off. Well done, the myth. Well, the myth, he's a great, great drummer. Verse two, again, another example of why Josh is so great. He's, he's doubling the swan, and he's doing it in a way where he's got... This is like the laid-back attack. I've got, he's got a really soft voice, yeah. but there's a certain, he brings a certain hardness to it as well here. Mm. This whole song is about Josh's laid-back attack. It, well, it is, and we'll see, I think, more and more of this kind of thing. Mm, absolutely, we will. It's... Uh, is it passive, passive aggression? No. Good. It's a laid-back attack. I wouldn't ever say Josh was passive-aggressive. No, I'm not suggesting that he <laughs> is, but is a laid-back attack passive-aggressive? No. No, it's, it's laid-back, but slightly attacking. Mm, fine. It's an, it's, a lay, it's an LBA. And then at 137, you get some little tinkling piano, which puts me in mind of the Pyramid Song by Radiohead. Yes, which, yes. interestingly, at the live performance that got this whole shebang started... Josh covered the Pyramid song, didn't he? Well, they were playing at the Pyramids. Mm. Whilst sense. they were playing... Oh, that might have more to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and as we said before, I did not put that Never together until afterwards. Together. No, well, until just, just then. Just, well, I, I have, my brain has made that connection previously, but not during that gig. No. I no. was just like, oh, it's playing the Pyramid song. Playing the pyramid song for? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we've covered the fact that we don't necessarily think it's a, co- a coherent whole... Yes, and I think we've given some clues as to whether or not we think it should have made the album. I'm not sure I have. 
the solo, the interlude, actually here is quite a funky little section, and it's quite quite nice not to just have a noise solo. Yeah. From Josh, which across the choices that were made for the album, mm. and we said it when we spoke about the album, there's quite a lot of noise, just noise solos that aren't directionless by any means. No. But they're not the kind of thing that make you sit up in your seat and go, wowzers, that's a funky little section. Or that, I'm not anti the noise solo. Words to that effect. That's right. That's right. No, no, I'm not anti the noise solo. The noise solo has its place. But we were anticipating potentially more a, a tradition, a more traditional solos on the album, which yeah. we didn't necessarily get. Interestingly, because across some of these songs, you do get some really cool solo parts. We'll talk about some of those later on. Yeah, sure. Later on in the song, you get a bit of bongo work. You yes. get some hand claps. Yeah, there, there's a, there's a lot going on here, and it, it when it comes together, it sounds it's it's a really good song. It's a real head nodder. Mm. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a good description of what it is. Once it gets going, it's a head nodder. Nod your head, you old black suits. Come in. Do you think? Yes. Do you think? <laughs> um, do you think there was there would have been support for this to get on the album? Can't say yet. <laughs> no, uh, not from you, from within the camp. I uh, <laughs> wouldn't like to say, not yet. <laughs> Going to save that for a bit later. <laughs> anyway, at 3.23, as we approach the end of the song, you get very Ethiopia-style guitar, yes, yes. guitar sounds. Well, and again, that's boop, another factor boop, that can... Boop that can mean one song is left off. Yeah, 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 We've seen it with Rivers of Avalon. Yeah, yeah, true. Sounding like too, this is the place. Too yeah. similar to songs that are, are going to be on the album. Yeah, you got it. And maybe that's what it was. Okay, ask the question then, which we can answer here. Oh, good. If, Ethio- if you had to pick between Ethiopia to be on the album or this to be on the album, which would it be? Oh, it's not even a contest. It's Ethiopia. Yes, agreed. Of course it is. Ethiopia is a really good song. It's a superb and it makes song. Sense. And we may as well say at this point... Album with you is a great, great album. Oh, it's tremendously excellent. The the way that's kind of risen up the ranking. Wow, <laughs> Jesus, do it on. Can you pass me a beer? Yeah, sure. The way that that, that album has risen up my rankings of Chili's albums over the years mm. is, you know, you almost would have had to have been there to believe it. Well, I was there. Hmm. Not all the time. No, not, not, not all the time, but most of the time. Yeah. And it has risen, I can confirm. Yeah. Has it, it risen for you? Yeah, it has, yeah. I, I, even at the time, I, I really put a lot of listening time into I'm With You. Hmm. And it, I, it's, it's better. I prefer it to the getaway, I'll say that. Oh, so do I. I don't think that's in... No, a lot of people don't, though. Mm. I know, the getaway gang, as they know. Hmm. Uh, prefer the getaway and the I'm with you clan. No, we're the I'm with you crew. The I'm with you crew. Yeah. Thank you. Um, obviously, prefer the the getaway. It's a ferocious. No, no, for the I'm with you. That's why they call. That's why they call the I'm with you crew. <laughs> they're, they're with I'm with you. It's a ferocious battle that's been been raging. It's like the Sharks and the Jets. And Spielberg, who's just just released a new version of West Side Story, said he was so close to replacing the the Sharks and the Jets, or the um, the Capulets and the Montagues, which they represent, yeah. with. The, the getaway with you crew and the getaway gang. And the getaway gang, yeah, very close, very close to the wire before in the um, before filming that they they swapped it out. So, so is it fair to say that you are a member of the I'm with you crew? I'm in the I'm with you crew, and I know you are too. I am, but I don't. I uh, don't, don't get me wrong. I've spoken to and affiliated myself with at times the getaway gang. Have you? Well, I, I like the getaway. I like the getaway too. I'm just not in the gang. Last time I listened to the getaway, I was completely naked. Really? Yeah. Oh, 
God. <laughs> Another few beers and I tweeted it out. Uh, oh, yeah, that was that weird tweet where you tweeted out you listen to the getaway naked. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It, I'm, not necess- I'm not saying it added to the experience, but it certainly didn't certainly take didn't away from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the second song and this particular experience. Both of us fully clear, we of are. course. Yeah, we should say that. So we're going to move on to long progression. Sausage rolls. Take what? Mm. I'll be on them. Hang on a cotton picking minute. That is a. Ma- is it, are we recording? Yes. That is a major development, everybody. Yes, as we pucker pies have moved slices. into the slice market. I mean, I love a pucker pie genuinely. <laughs> that is bad news for Ginsters. It really is because there's nothing quite like a pucker pie. Oh my! Well, I'm in shock. I can see. I don't think I'm going to be able to record this next section. Well, try hardest, because we're going to talk about a genuinely to. good song. Yes, that's true. Now, and also... That song is Pucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what else it is. It's a pie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's a slice of great music. Uh, oh, yeah, brilliant. Because they're yeah. doing... That uh, makes more sense than what I said. And you know they're doing sausage rolls as well now. Are they? Yeah. That is bad news. That was for... all, that, uh, Walls. Walls, yes. They, they had that on the same advert, sausage rolls and slices. I, 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 well, as soon as I heard slice, I, I, I mm. must admit, I switched on. And uh, I was going to say, that's a hell of a drum sausage roll, which we'd had in this song. Yeah, some, some brilliant, great sausage drum Some brilliant drum sausage rolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are progressing out of long progression. Uh, mm. we, we've been waylaid by, by an advert that popped up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, people, if you haven't tried pucker pies... I mean, we can't vouch for their slices. But um, I'd, I'd be ha- I'd happily be sponsored by Pucker Pies. Uh, so would I. Do you have uh, your pie upside down on the right way up? Um, if I'm if it's from a chip shop, mm-hmm. then I have it the wrong way up. Yeah, I, I always have mine upside down because you have to get it out of the foil container. Yes, but what happens is if you have it upside down, mm. it means that the top of the pie isn't dry because the bottom of the pie is always nice and juicy and moist. Yes, top of the pie can sometimes be a bit too dry. What it allows is all of the goodness of the pie to soak into the... Oh, yeah. don't, it doesn't get... I mean, I don't know how long it takes you to eat a small, a single-serving pie. Hmm. But there's not much soaking time if I'm involved. But I eat it off a plate. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> that's what... I eat almost all of my meals off plate. <laughs> <laughs> I like a meal in a bowl, but that's a chat for a different day. <laughs> yes, it is. Now, what we didn't do is, after all of that, Decide whether Strange Man is in contention for the for the album. No, well, you wouldn't. But then we forgot. So, would you consider putting Strange Man on "I'm With You"? Uh, no, I would not. Nor would I. Okay, that's that. It's a simple decision, as far as I'm concerned. This, however, is a more can't talk about it. No, well, <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just agree now. Is this in contention for the album? Yes, absolutely. Yes, and I can sprinkle some more. Oh, lovely! Hey. On the occasion. Go on. Uh, I can confirm that Long Progression almost made it on the album. Oh, because it's so good. was uh, usurped. Uh, I don't know. Finish the fact and I'll tell you the correct by word. By Goodbye Hooray. 
Oh, really? Another great song. Another good song, and a similar song in terms yeah, of that, overall feel. Yes, you're quite right. That's um, a very good point. I like Goodbye Hooray, but would I have preferred Long Progression to be on the album? That's an interesting <sighs> question, because Goodbye Hooray is a really good song. Would Goodbye Hooray have garnered the sort of cult following that Long Progression has? Mm. That's another question. Yeah, if if you reversed the, the situation and Long Progression had been on the album, and then we listened to Goodbye Hooray, I would also be sat here saying it was in contention, and it was a great I, song. I, I, I do, however, think yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. Either way, they're both they're both album worthy. Right now, sat here having just listened to Long Progression, we're back out the garage. People, we're in the little room, we so we've had it at full volume there because even smaller. Now, your your wife's gone to her parents' house. Cover. Yes, Anna is out doing the decorations at her mum and dad. Which has allowed us to increase the volume. Uh, well, it has. Yes, it has. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, right now, sat here, having just listened to Long Progression, I think that I would have put that on with you and yeah, taken I, off Goodbye Hero. Me too. Me too. Wow. It's a great song. So let's, let's get into it. It starts with a kind of muddled uh, guitar intro that then clears itself up and moves into the song. What you've got there is, it reminds me very much of the last Nirvana song to be released. I think it was released as a single, um, You Know You're Right, after Kurt had passed. That's correct. Which has a very similar start to that, uh, a little bit of noodling, and then it goes into... Yeah. You Know You're Right is less noodling, it's more actually of the song. But this is some playing of the strings behind the nut, which we've spoken about before. Yes. That's right. So you just get that slightly discordant, really high-pitched sound. Mm. And then in with a classic Chad roll, and in with a wonderful performance from The Swan. This is peak. I mean, we say it about a lot of the albums, we say it's peak Swan. This is superb. Uh, and it's a new... This is something different. Hmm. Well, on that first He's got an verse, effect on his voice, which yeah. is quite unusual. Yeah, and he's slightly, on this first verse, a little bit buried in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly behind the music. And that only becomes apparent when the effect comes off and you've got the straight delivery. He goes into the rhyming couplets. And he comes up really up in the mix. Yeah. But the, I, I have to say that, 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 that the, the opening section of this song and then the, the repeat of that section is gorgeous. Yeah. It really is premium stuff. Well, later on, when it repeats, it's even better, conceivably even better from this one because the instruments drop out. There's no drums there. Well, the drums drop out, so there's no drums there to cover what's a you know reasonably difficult um, delivery yeah. melody to deliver. Yeah, yeah. He and he's out there, and he is superb. He, he he really is. And actually, it is worth pointing out that there is a quite a stark again a stark difference between the, the sections in this song. There is, it works. but it works. Be- it works a lot better than yeah. it did on on uh, Strange Man. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's partially because of the structure of the song. It's it feels like more of a sort of stream of consciousness, so it it takes you with it. This it's less abrupt. Yeah, this it puts me more in mind of stuff that works when the Swan changes to the more rapping style, mm-hmm. like in Minor Thing, when he changes from you know it's a very melodic song and then it changes to you gotcha. Yeah, that, yeah, it that, feels more that, that works, and this works on a, on a similar level, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'd agree with that. I've got no problem with it, but it is it is there nonetheless. Really busy chord work from Josh. Not necessarily um, changing chords, but the strumming pattern is very, very busy, which which I love hearing a guitar that's played very, very quickly. 
<laughs> well, that's good for you. Josh is your man on this one. And then over on the left ear, Josh is playing another guitar. It's a much more muted part. So we'll talk about this later on as well. It's the ancient art of weaving. It's mm. two guitars in different ears doing similar things. Well, I tell you who, who is slightly unsung in these songs, and that's poor old Flea. Well, what you get here is, I think, much more of a classic Flea-style blood sugar sex. Blood sugar sex. Mm. Blood sugar sex bass line. The, here, he's a little bit more off the off the leash, if you will, than he was on Strange Man. Mm. So maybe it's just because I, I mean, I, I, yeah, he's that. He's not, he, but he's not front and center. No, because there's there's big, and also when I'm with you, quite a lot of the time, you've got some quite big guitar sounds and some quite big backing backing vocals. Mm. And this is another song where the Josh's backing vocals do come very much to the fore yeah oh yeah no uh, that's right and again it's it's absolutely drenched in the i'm with you oh there's that bit sound i mean we we uh when we were listening to it we stopped it and went back to listen to a certain part from i haven't got a time code for this bit but it's but it's very oh, no, no, i have actually uh it's just after um did she say something that made you cry which is 44 seconds and then it's got that lovely melody from uh the swan and a classic I'm with you, Josh sounding guitar. He's got a mm. certain, certain um, melodic interval, mm. a certain interval that he uses that just drops down. Mm. And it's, it's trademark Josh. And it's Josh it, it, take, it takes the swan with him quite a lot of the time as well. Yeah. They, I, they worked great together. And that's, why, that's where the swan developed this new delivery. It's because of that. It was quite, it was quite a shock to hear and and to hear it regularly on the on that album, yeah, the Swan definitely changed considerably from um, Stadium. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He he grew, he grew, and he adapted. That and that's what they, you have to do if you survive as a species. Well, it is, but also if you if your guitarists if you change guitarists regularly, change mem- any member, you're going to have to be adaptable. You are, and willing to grow. Yeah, well, yes, both. Physically and mentally. Mm, never a true word spoken. And he did grow, didn't he, during the last few months, but now he's taking it back off again. Oh, God, yeah. Well, growing growing is a problem for some of us. Yeah, cheese. Cheese and other foodstuffs. Mm, other things. And liquids. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's not really fair that... It's really, all the nice stuff. It's not, it's not fair that liquids that are de- both delicious and mind-altering yeah. are also calorific. And cheese. Which yeah, is, for God's sake, which is what's going on there? Uh, so I love that rhyming couplet, se- rhyming couplet sections. Second time round at one twenty-four, you get the bongos coming in, yes, which is cool. These were, of course, known as the bongo years. Yeah, very much so. The bongo years. Of course, the bongo, uh, the bongo boys are another, another, another gang. Another, another crew. No, they're not a crew. <laughs> no, well, they're, they're not a gang. Because that's a getaway gang. They're not a crew because I'm with you guys. All right, they're just I'm a group of boys. They're just, just some boys. <laughs> <laughs> All playing their bongos. Yeah. When we move into 158 and it steps into the, that heavier section of the song, pardon me, Ooh. you actually get a really heavily thrashed acoustic guitar in the mix. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. Really, really quite messy sounding. But, but it's, it's a little bit buried. It sounds really good. Well, it, it, yes, that's right, and it, but it fits in with the overall. You know, there's a there's a lot going on. The drum part's really busy. There's and there's room for, 
you know, busy, busy playing. Busy, busy boys. Busy, busy bongo boys. And then it slides down into that interlude section where the whole song kind of stops in yeah. a good way. To me, that sounds well, very yeah. Gong Li. <laughs> oh, it is a good way. And it is very Gong Li for me. What did you think? Well, when you said it, I agreed with you. Ah. And I'm, I continue to do so. So do you like it in that case? Because you hate Gong Li. Yeah, but it's not Gong Li in the bad sense. Do you it's hate good, Gong Li? It's good Gong Do you Lee. hate Gong Li? And I hate, I, I hate certain aspects. Hate's a strong Gong. word. It, yes, it is. Right. It's, 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 it's needed here. Right, okay. But no, it's good Gong Li. And that's, and that's when you get the swan going into that smile section again. Yeah. Singing on his own. Yes. The drums have disappeared. And then they build <sighs> up again to that guitar solo. And I have to say, at 254... Yeah, good solo. Smashes into the solo. It's verging on a noise solo, but it's got more structure. Yes. And the note selection... I th- there's, there's not many notes played, necessarily. No. But those notes that he does play are all so perfectly picked that it really highlights the interesting chord structure that we've got mm. for this song, or this part of this song. Yeah. And there's, there's one um, note he picks, which is very War of the Worlds, uh, on... Uh, one of my favourite double albums, of War of the Worlds, the Jeff Wayne version. The well, they version said of. the chance of him, the chances of him selecting that note are a million to one. They mm, said they did, but still, but still he, he did. did. <laughs> Very good. Um, if you've not heard War of the Worlds, go and check it out. I'm sure I've mentioned that before. Oh, I mean, if you've not heard of War of the Worlds, mm. if then... I was to say this noise, what would, noise would you make? Dun 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 and so on (laughs) (laughs) coming up solo that thrashed acoustic guitar is still there sounding really cool an addition of a really high lead guitar yes which I think is is really welcome here because it's not necessarily trademark Klinghoffer to do this kind of thing no it's not it's it's essentially trademark for Shonzo well it is yeah exactly or trademark Slash yes uh, insert trademark Nuno but not trademark Peter Buck (laughs) <laughs> no, certainly not. No, Buck and Klinghoffer have that in common. They do. And Buck, Buck is obviously is also uh, has a tendency to play play more noise solos than. Yes, he does. He does. So it seems to be a, both a Buckian and a Klinghofferian. A Klinghofferian. Oh, very good. Well, he's the Klingmeister General, or the Hofmeister General. Yes. And of course, we we normally refer to Peter Buck as the Buckmeister General. <laughs> we do. Yes. And Simon Trick as the Trickmeister General. Well, they are. They're, they're, there's they're, they're, they're many of them. They're, they're all generals. <laughs> <laughs> They're all of a military bearing. <laughs> they've all they've all risen to the very very well respected level of general. Mm. I don't know how well respected that is. How high up is that? Generally speaking, mm, universally speaking, quite high. Very good. I'm not sure. It's, it's not as high as say a modern major general. Mm, a very modern major general. I'm the very definition of a modern major general. Mm, you are. Um, so I'm a general too. Well, only in definition. Yeah, which is means I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, no, yeah. So back to the the lead background line because yeah, th- yeah. this is something that struck me and continues to strike me. So it's important that we that we give this the, the respect it deserves because it not only is it uncommon, it also really really adds to the build towards the end. And actually, it gets to the point on this song where I think if they added anything else, if they had added one more thing to the mix, it would have been too much. Yeah. And it teeters on getting a bit too chaotic. Yes. And it just reins itself in. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're right. There's a, there's a lot going on, especially towards the end. 
Lovely roll from Chad at 3.42 because he starts on the two of a bar and rolls through the four into the next bar. Well, this is... I love it when drummers do that. Well, you must be thrilled. So I have put, simply at the end of my notes, I've written the word great and then I've put an exclamation mark, an exclamation mark and then a third exclamation mark. Okay, I would, I would agree with that. However, I possibly would have added two more exclamation marks. Really? Yes. In that case... I think it's, it's great to the power of five. Yeah. Well, now that I've rethought it, I would have added a sixth. <laughs> well, that's fine. Would it have got on the album for you? Yeah, uh, yes, it would have replaced. Not less. Yeah, I suppose. In I suppose, given the conversation we've had, yes, it would have, and it would probably have replaced "Goodbye Hero." Yeah, it's on the album, which is great news because it really is. And of the six songs that I listened to in preparation for this, uh, sure, episode, no, it's not a problem. It's just a fact, right? So um, that, that noise didn't indicate it was a problem. I was agreeing. <laughs> that just, signifies agreement. Just, just agree. <laughs> so you only make that noise if you're poking, your poking my arm, as if to indicate <laughs> you were having a dig, <laughs> as if to and say, making that noise. He's got some kind of button on his arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> triggers that noise. We'll say something else that I might agree with and see if it happens. Okay, fine. Um, the weather today has been particularly... Uh, uh, oh, we don't know yet. Hang on. <laughs> oh, inclement. Uh, 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 it's actually been fun. There you go, it works. Um, <laughs> has it? It's been a bit chilly. Yeah it's, yeah, it's cold, but it's December. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, <laughs> by the way. Um, oh, great reference. What, to Christmas? Well, you just said by the way. Oh, yes, indeed. Um, Stay in my cadence. No, I was going to say something really good then. <laughs> I've forgotten what it is. What was I talking about? You said Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Prior to that. No, I was making I that you noise. Were, yeah. <laughs> You're the only person who was with me. Oh, you were saying something about the sixth song. Oh, yeah. But even then, it's not enough. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's gone. It's gone. We, all we can say now is, Pucker Pies, if you're listening, please You're sponsored by Pucker Pads. Oh, yes. You're well, using they moved into pad. the pad. They, they moved into the pad. The pad market a while ago. Yeah, this is a great pad, and um, if you microwave it for five minutes, delicious. Cover it in ketchup. It's lovely. Mm. Turn it upside down. Put gravy on it. <laughs> right, we move in, into and onto. He says, "Keen as mustard." Yes. Would you ever have mustard with a pie? No. Magpies on fire. Yes. What kind of mustard? Quickly. Oh, English. No. As we come soaring, mm, like a magpie, out of magpies on fire, I will answer the question you just asked me, and I said we can't talk about it yet because I haven't pressed record. Mm. You said, "What do you make of that?" I did. It's not my favourite one. Ah, it's uh, it's good. It's a it's a. There's some really nice bits on there. Uh, what have we covered so far? Uh, strange, strange man, man and long, long progression. progression. Better than a strange man for me. Yeah, I'll agree. And 
different to long progression, but for me, equally I'm good. Have to, in that case, is album worthy? And what would you replace? Oh, really? I know we, I knew we said, I know we said this would be the end of the third episode. But, but is we're it doing album it now. worthy? Would I put it on the album? I'm not you? sure, but I'm just saying I, I like it. And for me, it's the most cohesive of, of the three. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can agree with you there. Of the three songs we've listened to so far, it's certainly the most cohesive. So I like it, and I think, once again, The Swan sounds superb. Yes, When he does. says, I'll just say this before I forget, when he says, I've been here before, ah. I really think that that's, that's a really unusual delivery for him. He lingers on the word here hmm. in a way, a nice high delivery just just quite unswan like i think i think if we're talking about birds and magpies and birds in cages i will say the chorus lyric i think is a really good lyric from the swan uh you know the bird in the cage imagery and perhaps releasing someone well i think there's two things that we must stress immediately okay we don't condone uh, caging people no and also we don't condone setting birds on fire true both of those things are true Good. I do you have a problem? <laughs> I've got a problem with this. It's the title, "Magpies on Fire," and the fact that it's the first line in the song, "Magpies on Fire," is oh, is it's odd. Is it? Yeah, I don't like it as a line. I think it was just going to be called "Magpie" or "Magpies" at some point, wasn't it? Oh, uh, let me check my check your facts. It might not be on there. "Magpies on Fire" wasn't going to be known as just "Magpie." Yes. Oh, right, okay. Well, I'm not sure. No, so. I'm not either. Uh, that wasn't in the book. No, I could tell. <laughs> um, which would be a better title? I think perhaps... Or magpies. It, yeah, or no, Magpies. Like magpies on Fire. Oh, yeah, it's a bit weird. Is it? Well, of course it is. You know, it's a, it's We've just said we don't anything. condone setting fire to birds of any kind. Any living thing... Any feathered creature. ...shouldn't be on fire. No. But, um, you know, if it happens, it happens. Mm, it does, and... However, clearly it happened here. A bigger problem for me <laughs> right, for the beginning okay. of this song yeah. is it sounds like Police Station. Well, it does. It, uh, it's, it sounds so similar to, to Police Station that that might be why it was left off the album. Yeah. Because the, the beginning, even to the point of the drum roll that Chad does in, I said to you, the roll on Police Station, I think, starts on the snare and this doesn't. It starts on a different drum. Yes. But it's. If you have those two things in your head, it's undeniable that they sound very similar. I wouldn't deny it. No. Um, it's very, it's very similar, but, but actually, the rest of the song isn't. No, it goes, well, it goes in a completely different direction. Uh, not completely different direction, but it's, it's different enough that after that, it's not a problem. I think it's a, I think it's a song that deserves respect, and I think it's, it really is well delivered. Again, the Swan sounds brilliant. Yeah, Josh is, it, and the Swan are working t- tremendously together again. Yeah, yeah. You know, it goes to show they, they, they recorded. Hello, the book's getting picked back up. They recorded 48 songs wow. during the On With You sessions. Wow. Hang on. That is, hang on, that is hang pr- on, hang on. Hang on. I'm picking up the wonderful book, Red Hot Chili Peppers FAQ. Which is, you know, even if that's not the exact right number. Well, I'm just, I, I think I've got a different number in, in this book. Is it similar to the number I just said? 50. Okay. So, either way. Should we set it on 49? Well, we can no. But there's a lot of songs. Yes. You know, whichever number it is. And these were the cream... Well, these weren't quite the cream of the crop. No, these were the crop. And the presumably the songs on the album were the cream. That's right. 
Question then, okay. if you are, if we're saying it, it sounds similar to Police Station, so that's the obvious well, comparison. Yeah, you're Don't, never going to dislodge Police Station. No, you're not, are you? No. It'll take a hell of a lot to dislodge it's Police Station. It's going to take more than a couple of birds on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a minimum of two birds on fire. <laughs> yeah. It could be up to, it could be a, a whole flock. Sorry, that really would be a tragedy. <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's what it takes. Mm, but it, it, it doesn't. No, it's it takes gonna more. Need, it's going to need at least two flocks on fire to even have a chance of dislodging police station. And even then. If you set two flocks of magpies on fire, you might end up at the police station. I think we should. Absolutely. And I think we should be careful here because. If we talk about setting magpies on fire too much, it might get picked up by the you know the government's automatic scheme for selecting things, and we sound like bird burners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But, oh, once it's released on the internet, not 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 now. now. No, no, I won't pick up now unless our iPhones are picking oh, it up. They are. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> are you burning birds in here? <laughs> no. Are you talking about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're saying we wouldn't do it. Well, we're saying that uh, there may be a case where you may have to. No, we're not. J- to be completely to be clear, clear. <laughs> we're not saying that. We're saying there's, there's never a case. No. Police station's on the album, no matter how many yeah, magpies there's you no burn. Many, there is no figure, there's no number of birds you could burn that would not police station oh, a fire no, with stop you. Stop saying bird burn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we move past the it. The thing Let's, is, you eat chicken. Yeah, if I don't burn it. No, but you've, I'm sure you have in your time. Well, you don't. You don't. You don't set it on fire. Do you? No. <laughs> no, unless I'm flambéing it. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I have flambéed a chicken. <laughs> I, I have burnt a bird, <laughs> but not. But the police not are listening to No, crucially, not a magpie. No. Anyway, what about the song? Yeah, <laughs> I love the this. This is one of those songs that starts with that hiss. I love the sense of expectation you get that when you hear the beginning of a recording when nothing's happening. Mm. And then it sounds like JK might even be switching a pedal on. Mm. And then you get a lovely heavy-handed approach to the acoustic guitar coming in on the left-hand side for that first strike. He does a muted up-down, saying, and then in. Yeah. And I I like that. I'll say about the It's nice to hear an acoustic lead. Yeah, but it's just nice to hear an acoustic. Yeah, and then he... I hadn't heard an acoustic... Before I heard this, since More Than Words. Wow. And that was in 1991, I believe. That's a long time. Yeah. What about Desecration Smile last week? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't hear it. No. I've blocked the frequencies. I've blocked them blocked out. Blocked it out. So, and a low-rooted bass coming in. It suffers from the bit of Sweet Me problem on the drums, though. And But do you know what I mean by that? No. What do you think about it? Don't just say no. Say do some stuff while I have muffled. Okay, fine. I'm thinking about it now in my mind, trying to work out what the bittersweet me problem could be uh, in relation to the drums. And I'm thinking that it could be that they're too quiet in the mix. No, <laughs> of course it's not. It's when you start right. dr- on an on a, on a introduction to a song. Yes, and the drums aren't there, and then they are there. But what they do is they they switch on on the recording the drum tracks just before the drums start playing so they don't get any of the extraneous hiss or background noise of the drum mics I'm with you and it it's a getaway (laughs) 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 oh I'm beside you I'm beside you it's funny isn't it because I mean finish your point before we carry on Um, that's it was that it it's that it's that problem it's a problem I'd rather have the, the, the background noise from the start yeah I would 
rather than suddenly you become aware that something's changed. Yeah. Change, so, change is not always a good thing. Well, it's as good as a rest. It can be. What were you going to say? Um, <sighs> I've forgotten again. Oh, yeah, no. I said, I'm with you, mm. as if to say, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But you don't, I don't call the album, I'm, I'm with you. No, you call it, I'm, I'm with you. you. Exactly. Interesting. Well, again, how do you say Pearl Jam? Well, exactly. I don't say that, I say Pearl Jam. I say... Pearl Jam. I say, uh, who are you going to see at High Park? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Pearl, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. I, I emphasise the Pearl. I don't say Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. <laughs> How do you say Strawberry Jam? Strawberry Jam. <laughs> I don't emphasise either. Pearl Jam. Strawberry Jam. Yeah, I, don't say, I don't say Pearl Jam so flat, do I? Who am I going to see at High Park? Pearl Jam. I do. I don't emphasise anything. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Strawberry Jam. Raspberry Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Green Day. Green Day. I say. Green I, day. I, I say Green I Day. Actively say Green Day. Yeah. Green Day. That's stupid. That's, That's a question. question. Yeah. Pearl Jam. <laughs> the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> REM. <laughs> Guns and Roses. Okay. Extreme. Okay. We get it. Wow. Did you you just in- increased your your base by two bands? What, green, Pearl green Jam? Day and Pearl Jam. Green Day. <laughs> green Day and Pearl Jam. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, what are we talking about now? <laughs> Terrible first line. Uh, blah, blah, Oh, yeah, you don't blah. like the first line. I think that's harsh. I think Magpies on fire. Yeah. I don't have a problem with delivery of the melodies. Fine. No, I just thought I'd show you what, what it sounded like if I did it there. Yeah, ter- I mean, the delivery was fine. Mm. The, the, I the thought words, the, line, the words were terrible. Um, I, I like it, and I tell you what, this is a, I know it's, it's ridiculous to, to keep on saying this, but the swan, once again, sounds absolutely fantastic. He does, and again, Josh sounds great. It's because these are songs that were brought up to album level to be in contention. And that's, uh, and that's an interesting thing about the I'm With You collection, uh, the I'm Beside You collection. Mm. They are a collection of B-sides, but they are all to a very high standard. Yeah. Which is, you can't always say that for B-sides. No, you can't. You often get an image, a picture, a sense of what was in the artist's mind. But it doesn't get completely finalised. doesn't get finalised, yeah. But here, we're very, very lucky to have that. I love Josh's backing um, on this song as well. There's some really inventive dropping, again, Josh just dropping down. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's actually, when, when we think about it and we discuss it here... Josh's impact was was really big. His his delivery style is so unique. Yeah, to him, obviously. Mm, yes. Yeah. Exactly. But it, it spread. It, but it, it's so. But it's something that even more than John's backing singing, it becomes almost all pervasive. It's on almost ninety eighty percent of the songs mm. across "I'm With You." Mm. You have that Josh Klon, that Klonhoffer, Klonhiffer, yeah, the, the Klonhiffer effect. Yeah, and it's uh, it made for a hell of an album. It made for a hell of an impact. Yeah, the, the Klonhiffer impact, I call it. Yeah, well, yes, exactly. And credit to him, credit to him, and the getaway, the get. It's incredible, really. I'm with you and the getaway are so different. Yeah, well, different producers, aren't they? Different one, producers. One of them is Rick Rubin, and the other one is Brian. Danger Mouse. Burton. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's true. And I guess that just emphasises the impact a, a producer has. Well, know, so a, a producer say, like Brian. Danger Mouse. Burton. Yeah, and Rick. 
The Rock. Ruben. A lot of people, just myself included, would say, you know, it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're going in. The producer's, not, the producer's just going to sit there and ask Flea. You know, Flea's going to say to him, which do you prefer? Play him a couple of bass lines. He'll say he prefers one. Rick. The Rock. Ruben will say, keep it simple on Give It Away, for example. Yeah, exactly. But he's not going to have a, a major impact on the overall sound of the album. But this just goes to show that, you know, choosing a producer is a key decision. So, well, the amount of... The involvement of Danger... Um, sorry, Brian. Danger Man Burton was huge because he was also credited as a songwriter as well. Yes, but... I, I, I'm and just scrapped, shocked. and scrapped a lot of what they've been working on what they'd written before he was brought on board mm. to that he was involved creatively to that level which I don't is think is unusual which, yeah I think okay so so my point of being surprised by the influence a producer has is is relevant but, but it, this is a unique situation perhaps I wouldn't say it's unique but it's unusual common hmm. well no I, I just don't think it's only ever happened that one time <laughs> <laughs> no. okay so I don't can- think I don't think Rick is he, are we going to say Rick the Rock Rubin or Rick Ricky Rubin? Well, just for the purposes of this conversation. Just say Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> if we must. Yeah. If we must. Okay. Um, I just think it will keep things moving along mm. quicker. But if we say that other name, we do have to say yeah, that. Yeah, that's fine. That's why I'm not going to mention him again. Okay. <laughs> Who? <laughs> do you think Rick, Ricky Rubin, yeah. would have allowed this kind of noise on an album? Uh, probably not. I just hit my fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking elbow on the corner of your sodding desk again. You're humorous. Oh, and then, ironically, it's not that funny. No. Oh, what a twat! Oh no, no, that's brought out some terrible language. Apologies, young listeners. Oh, well, if you are listening to this and you're young, good luck. Good on you. Yeah. Right, the chorus has got some lovely stuff from Flea because he roots each line and then releases into a bit of lead bass. Mm. Uh, in between the lines when the swan's not singing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's lovely. Listen, ju- listen just the chorus. Because it's like ding, 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 ding. It's not that at all, but it's, it's like that. <laughs> oh, that sounded like a ding, ding, you're still recovering from your humorous injury. Don't overdo it at this stage. <laughs> That's what I'm laughing so much. <laughs> okay, do what else? Oh, yeah, here's what I think. It sounds too much like tear. Oh, yeah, you say, kept saying that. I'm not. I'm not. All right, here's, for two, here's an example of when it sounds like tear. Okay. Two minutes and five seconds. Okay. Well, what does it sound like? This is my time. This is my tear. The line where it says this is not a. This is not a time for playing solitaire. Oh, yeah. It, that melody is similar to the melody in this song, at 2.05 on this song. Yeah, I mean, get, moving back to tear, it's the classic situation, isn't it? What rhymes with tear? Fair. Well, solitaire. But what's that got to do with anything? No, no. Uh, just, just uh, you know, we could just say that this is not a place for playing solitaire. Yeah. Or, this is, this is not a time for being really fair. Mm, well, no, that, but there's, you know... This is not the time. This applies to you very much, so. Does it? This is not a time for sitting on a squeaky chair. Oh, God, yeah. I love squeaky chairs. I know you do. But no, they went for solitaire, card-based. Well, it's a game. He wanted them to think about playing. He wanted you to think he was playing. All right, name another game that he could have picked, because he's playing something. Well, it also rhymes with tear. Yeah. Uh, oof. 
Like a baddie? No. Uh, uh, tennis? No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll go up on that, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> musical chair. <laughs> Just that last <laughs> chair. <laughs> this, this is not a time for playing the final <laughs> round of musical chair. Yeah. <laughs> you still got to say the S. Okay. I do need to say another flea point here. Okay. I don't know when it is, because I don't know the timestamp. Oh, when the swan's saying, what more do you want? Flea, I have written three of them. <laughs> yes. 223, 229, and 235. On 223, so the swan's really going for it at this point. What more do you want? What more do you want? Mm. 223, Flea plays a low fill. Next time the swan does it, 229, Flea plays a running up the fretboard fill. And 235, he plays a, low, he plays a similar run, but very low. Mm. Three different ways of filling in those spaces between what the swan's doing. Yeah. And I just simply wrote songwriting craft. Yeah, and I think that's right. We've seen this before from Flea. Mm. He this kind of bass playing, this kind of creative decision making, and it, it it's a joy to behold because it it not only shows that the man is you know capable of multiple options, mm-hmm. but he's employing them in such a way that actually add and and allow the song to grow. The guy's a genius. Within even that little section of the song, yeah. Allowing it something to develop. Yeah, exactly. So development within within particular parameters, mm. and that is, I think, a crucial life lesson. Even when parameters are in place, there's still room for growth. Well, what did John say? Uh, limitations are set. Only then can you go all the way. Well, there you go. And that is true. Well, that's what basically what you said about Flea just then. Because mm. if the limitations aren't there, how do you know where the line is? We don't. And if the you parameters just keep aren't there. If the parameters aren't there, how do you know whether or not you can develop within those? Whether parameters? or not you can play, for example, those bits of bass on that particular song. Yeah. Okay. Good song. Um, however, it doesn't sound like it's getting on the album because it's too close to police it's station. Only because look, I, I'm going on record here and saying that that is a very good song. Hmm. It goes on too long at the end as well. By the way, don't mind that. Don't mind it. Hmm. I like it. So I don't, for me, it doesn't. Okay. For me, it does. Is it, so you're not putting it on? Absolutely not. Nor, neither are you. Well, only because Police Station's so good. Quick question, then we can round the section off. Are you putting on the album? No. There you go. Okay. What do you think of that then? I enjoyed it more that time than I normally do. I enjoyed it more that time than I normally do. Because I actually think those more industrial, heavy-sounding parts, Mm. I really do have quite an affinity for, I think. Do you? I'm not so keen on that kind of slack drum sound on one of the drums that Chad's playing. It sounds like like a... kid's drum that's just been mic'd up but that that vibe to that whole industrial 
section I quite like. It's very it's very forceful. It's got a real forward movement to it, and I think it's it feels off kilter. It feels yeah. odd, and I think it's because Chad is emphasising the snare so much more. And I think it's more than just the playing as well. I think the snare is mixed high in those verses, mm. and I quite like the, the delivery from the swan that. The swan, the delivery from Swan. I like that verse section. Yes, I'm not so keen on the chorus section, if you want to call it the chorus section. Well, it's it's we, a bit. We must. We must, and we will. It's a bit too twinkly for me. It's very twinkly. I mean, talk about a juxtaposition, night and day, yeah. if you will. I will. There's, there's no way that these two elements should be mixed together I think they had that lovely that, that lovely beginning that <laughs> <laughs> and for oh we've got a chorus that goes with this well no but we've got this twinkly we've got this yeah we've got that thing that, that, that bit we wrote the other day about butter yeah <laughs> and this is this is quite high up on my don't do list yeah. you know just life choice lifestyle choices yeah don't rhyme rudder with butter <laughs> no I mean come on mate you've just rhymed tear with solitaire and by just, I mean on a different album a number of years before. Yeah. You know that certain noises sound the same as other noises. Yeah. Think of another one for rudder. Cudder? Mudder? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Something about a rudder. Now I'm just off to do a tough mudder. Yeah. Exactly. Would have worked better. Would have worked better. Less believable. Yeah, but well, what's true about his butter work? He turns it into butter. Hmm. I don't believe that. I don't believe he's ever made butter. Well, they do say, don't they? Don't stop buying butter, make your own. It's very easy. Yeah, and it is, but I don't think he's done it. But not. Hang on! It's not. Uh... A mouse! Uh, Christopher Walken, just to let you all know. <laughs> <laughs> a mouse <laughs> fell in to, to, a, to a, a sauce of cream. He didn't give up, he kept churning. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've got to stop you there. It was it was bearable until you said the word churning. <laughs> you went into a generic. Right, he kept churning. A no. mouse. And I'll tell you what I said. Well, butter. A mouse. A mouse fell in. No, a mouse fell in. I can't do anyone. He's a New Yorker. To a pot of butter. Oh yeah, coffee. A mouse fell in to some cream. <laughs> that's what it said Christopher Walken so yeah, people would no, know I mean it's, uh, and it's from Catch Me If You Can go and watch that film great film I, of course I watched uh, a Leonardo DiCaprio movie just last last night you did one that I haven't watched because I thought it looked too long once upon yes well it is long once upon a time in Hollywood yeah, and you liked it I thoroughly enjoyed it yeah mm. no problem with it whatsoever any mice uh, no, there was a dead rat a, a, a dying rat at one point a dying rat Fell in. Just cream. cream. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what he did with it? He turned it into bu- uh, butter. <laughs> <laughs> he did indeed. Turned it into butter. <laughs> Just so that he could rhyme it with rudder. Mm. Okay, let me, let me ask you the all-important question. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, no. Is this making it onto the album? Mm. No, I, I think there's, there's certain qualities to it. Like you say, the, the more ferocious section is actually quite good. If I often think of this, if we approached a group of people and said, we've written this song, um, and then played them the ferocious section, hmm. I think people would quite enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's got a lot of plus points. The Swan delivers his lines well, and he's, he also doubles up. So yeah. he does it throughout, but for example, at 36 and 49 seconds, he's, he doubles his own voice. It sounds really, really good. At one point, he does a bit of a vocal run. Hmm. 
which is quite unusual. I, can't, I haven't got a timestamp on it. Um, but it does more of a run than he normally does. It's just a single word run, but it... it Can that be a run? Well, yeah, because... Oh, it, right, so melodically, he's, yeah, he's, it, he's, it, he's elongating the word. Yeah. Um, got it. But it, it's um, quite... It just struck me then, as we listened to it there, as being an unusual thing for him to do. He's not known for his run. He's not Mariah Carey. He, he, he did have long hair. True. That's the biggest similarity to him and Carey. I would say so. So you're saying the Swan did something akin to this, and I will demonstrate. Okay. I'll try, I'll, I'll be as careish as I can. I might slip into walking back. Then. Yeah, okay. All I want for Christmas is you. Oh, you. Yeah. He did that at one point in that song. Yeah, similar to Carey. Surprised you didn't pick up on it. No, and I couldn't go the octave up though, as you might be able to tell. You, I can't. Carey. Yeah. I can't even go. I can't go. I can't do. What's it called? A mouth whistle. Uh, I don't know. Lipe talks about it. He said that John did it on a whistle. A whistle note. I can't. Remember. A whistle. <laughs> oh God! What was that noise? <laughs> what has happened to you? It's all going on. <laughs> All right, so we're saying that Victorian Machinery is not our favourite. Have you got any technical points that you want to bring in at this stage? Oh, it's a nice fast lead line on the, uh, from Josh at 3.35. He starts. And also, uh, he, uh, he does a pre-bend during this song. But a pre-bend, for you budding guitarists, is where you bend the note before playing it, then strike the note and bend it back down to its natural pitch. That's interesting. Hmm. And it's, it's a re- if, it, if you overuse it, it gets old quick, but if you do it every so often, it's a really, it's a really effective technique to get a different kind of lead guitar sound. Mm. So good work there from Josh. Well, good work from Chad. There's some really amazing um, kick drum work here. At 27 seconds, I think he does a big kick drum fill. Sounds like yes. he might even be using a double kick pedal. There is that possibility. But Chad likes it when it gets big and heavy. Yeah, he does. Well, he eats drums for breakfast. He can cope with it. They will, they will cope with it well. I think they can. It's just, I'll, I'll tell once you again, it's, it's this situation where they've combined two sections that just do not match. We thought it was bad in Strange Man. Hmm. But this is even worse. I mean, this is worse. It just, it's nonsensical. It didn't make the album, and quite rightly so. They described it at the time, of course, as um, a th- it sounded like a three-headed monster playing the drums. Is that a fact out your book that's that you've out, just uh, done from memory? That's out my book from memory, yeah. Wow. So the Hydra. If you will, yeah. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah, good. The Hydra was a three-headed beast, wasn't That's it? That's right, yeah. And also King... Uh, no, not King Kong. Um, Gojira from King Kong. And isn't there a three-headed thing in He-Man? I'm, I'm going to do some gold content. I'm just going to look up uh, Gojira. Uh, during the 90s, of course, the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, rose to in the, a level of fame that they hadn't had before following the release of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. However, Keep going. what followed was the departure of John Fashante, leading, of course, to the oh, I feel like a three-headed dragon of David Navarro. Oh, it's Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. Navarro joined the band. Uh, Let's see how many, how many heads the uh, Hydra's got. Following a, a difficult period, the band released the album One Hot Minute. It's got Such loads. singles as My Friends, Shallow Be Thy Game. The Hydra's got shitloads of heads. 
One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so, um, yeah, good stuff on that content. Uh, <laughs> so, should we move on to the next song? Yes, that was, of course... I might edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> that was, of course, Victorian Machinery. Yeah, and mm. despite the fact that we both are saying that we didn't enjoy it... It had good bits. It had some good bits. Some I don't know the chorus. No, no. It's, it's a song that I probably won't listen to again. Uh, anytime it, soon. Anytime soon. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, presumably next time you listen to Unbeside You, you will listen to it. Well, no, I might skip it. Fair enough. Okay, next time... Well, never is a long time, which is an accurate description of ne- of your thoughts about um, Victorian Machinery, about the next time you might listen to it. That's or not. right, Ben. See, it's all come together. Well, if I stole it all, I'll hesitate The world I've always never seems to wait A comedy that could be so Well, as we come head-noddingly out of uh, Never Is A Long Time, I think we both seem a lot more positive on that one. Very positive about that. Can I just ask you a question? Please do. Will you accompany me? Where? To the dance. Well, possibly. It just puts... The, 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 the verses put me in mind of a 50s dance. Oh, I see, yes. Well, you said to me, uh, before we listened to it, that the verses uh, have a traditional feel. Mm. To me, it sounds like, especially the first verse, because the second verse builds a bit musically yeah, and it gets builds, a bit more modern. Yeah. But the first verse does has a very distinct kind of 50s doo-wop vibe to me. It does. Maybe we'll go to the hop. Yeah. Together. Exactly, exactly. That would have um, shocked him at the hop in the 50s, if we'd have gone down <laughs> hand in hand. Well, even now, I think two brothers turning up like that would be, would be a shock. Two brother lovers. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're not lovers. We're both married. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't preclude us having an affair, presumably, but, but it, we're not going to. No, we'll edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, a, it's got a very... Uh, also, the, the intro, time signature-wise, or pace-wise, this mm. is a, feels like a bit of a mismatch. Yeah. Which I think is why you have that really weird... And we won't say whether we like it or not. No. Drop after the first chorus. That transition. Hmm. Back it. How can we get back in? I know. What about this? <laughs> but actually, I think we can discuss whether we like it or not because this is the reason we're here. Oh yeah, of course, of course. I do. I like was wondering, and it does work. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Absolutely love it. This has piqued my memory because this is not music I listen to all the time, and now I'm wondering why it's not more on my kind of chilies rotation, mm. my playlist. Well, I don't have a playlist. No, that's why it's. I just listen to some stuff when I want to listen to it, and this. Really, Maybe you need to be more structured. Yeah, or have a playlist, for example. Yeah. But this isn't this isn't my first go to uh, stuff to listen to. No, and I'm Vanessa's Christmas song this year is similar to this in the fact that the verses are distinctly different. Yeah. To not in time signature because it's both four four, but in pacing, mm. and I really struggled on how to get back from one to the other, much yeah. like it happens here between yeah. chorus one and verse, and verse two. Yeah, yeah. And I did a similar thing. I haven't made that noise. No. And it lasts, you, it lasts a might. bit longer. No, I might, yeah. You have to solve these problems creatively sometimes. 
Maybe this was another one where they just had a really good verse and a really good chorus. Well, no, I don't think so because it, it does sound the, the, does this, sound this, more this, of a piece. This it? works. Yeah, this is this is a coherent. Piece. Absolutely, yeah. I said to you, didn't I? If ninety five percent of bands wrote this song, it would be on the album. It's a great song. Mm. It it has it, yes, it's got that catch. It's got that familiar feel, and yet it manages to move into a more modern sound without without feeling disjointed. It's a really clever song in in many ways, in as much as not only does it build, but verse one is quite clean, as we say, and sounds quite traditional or sounds like an older style of songwriting. Yes. But it's, and then it kicks into that big chorus. And I find the first time it kicks in that chorus can be slightly jarring. Yeah. But the way they then uh, orchestrate the second verse... Yeah. And add instruments in. For example, on that on that second verse, there's another guitar going on. Yeah. And so it's building. It becomes more of a rock song. So by the time you go into the 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 chorus, which is a lot louder, it fits more. And by the end, and it just builds and builds and builds. Yeah. And it, it, it's a really good song. This is pushing for a place on the album. Let's save that for the end. But. Back on back on verse one, the instrumentation is really nice. The, the more simple part, the more traditional part, as you said. Mm. Josh is playing chords. It, it's lovely use of the the breadth of the oral stadium, if you like. Okay. Josh is playing chords with some fills on the right. He's striking chords and playing fills, which is nice. On the left, you've got some keyboards playing mainly single chords, mm. and down the middle, you've got Flea, who's playing it quite low and rooting it. Allowing the swan the space to be performing and singing really well, which he is doing again here. I, I almost feel like he's, shi- he's shining more on these songs than he did on some of the album tracks. I think it's because we listen to these less. And actually, mm. whilst they're not new songs to us, they feel newer. Yes, that's potentially true. But, I mean, he's making a strong case to be considered for the lead singer position long term. He certainly is. I mean, he he's really stuck around. Oh God, he has. He's. De- I mean, of all the, of all the people in the band, they've all developed over the years. But the Swan, from day one to now, hmm. he's unrecognisable. Yeah, he was yeah. a rap machine, and now he's a you know he he sings. He's a forgetting machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he you know he he sings in a, in the much more traditional sense of the word. And lyrically, I know we we do poke fun at him and Anthony I know you're listening yes. we do we rib him we about do. his rhyming couplet sometimes yes uh, we might try to work out games that rhyme with tear sometimes and and things that might rhyme with rudder better than butter. <laughs> <laughs> the point is he's superb yes that, he, that's he's the really point good. yeah yeah do some GC while I have a swig okay well well talking about never is a long time the development of the song is, is clear, as we've, sp- as we've spoken about. But the ending is key as well. It's only a short change, but there's a, the, the way they decide to end the song is quite striking. And it, it, it almost verges on a, a Tell Me Baby, like, time. Yeah. It almost goes there, but it doesn't quite go there, and it moves into something else. Well, and, uh, and, it, and it works again, but it is quite, it is quite a switch. 
I like the end of songs. It's got what I like, where people end with big crashes. So it goes, chung, chung, yeah. Chung. Yeah. Three big hits. Yeah, yeah. That, it is a nice ending, but it could have gone wrong there. Yeah, that's why I call my style. What's a, what's, what's a my style? Oh, Ben's style. Oh, oh my style. <laughs> yes. What did you think I was saying? My style. What's it mean? I don't know. That's what I was <laughs> I didn't think it was one word. No, my style. My style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what does it mean? What could you possibly thought I was saying? Well, I, I thought for some reason you were saying my style. <laughs> I was. That's what I call my style. <laughs> now I'm just confused as to whether or not you know I'm saying my style or my style. I, don't, I am confused. Mice. Oh, mice. Dial. Dial. Mice dial. Oh, a mice tile. A tile belonging to mice. No, mice dial. Well, it's not dial, is it? It's my style. My style. Yeah, it's a my style. Yeah. I got it. A, a, a mice turned a dial into butter. Hmm. It churned. <laughs> do you have to do those butter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for those that can't see us, which is literally everybody in the world. Yeah. Apart from you. Yeah, he's doing this. I have to I, lift my shoulder up. A, and, and, a mouse yeah. turned in to a butter. It, it's almost like you, you know that you're talking to <laughs> a shoulder. Talking to my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, I'm a policeman. Yeah. Hello. Mouse down at two o'clock. Yeah. We've got a mouse turning into butter over here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, control. We've got, a, we've got some mouse butter. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yeah. Really like this, which I'm going to talk about when I find it in my notes. Mm. Verse 2 on 32 seconds, mm. the rise in the music is more pronounced than verse 1 on after the swan says, steal the light away. Mm. And it goes, wow, bow, back in. It's there on for verse 1. I really like it. I think that's what gives it that kind of 50s-style kind of doo-woppy feel. Yeah, it's got the you, rise and fall. Yeah, and you've got the... Actually, uh, a lot of um, Josh's backing vocals could fit inside that genre of music. Mm. That a lot of oohs and ahs, a lot, yeah. a lot of tight yeah. backing vocals. Do you think that 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 reason is that a reason why it didn't make the album? But then, why would they have written it if they didn't like it? No, I don't think that's the reason it didn't make the album. No, two fifties, two fifties. It sounded all right. Sorry, t- I thought you meant two two fifties. Yeah, like two fifties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is like my style all over again. Two fifties. <laughs> Four candles. Yeah. No. So, but it's 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 almost like a, a per, you know like a period drama. Yeah. Go on. In terms of it's a very specific thing and appeals to a certain audience. So therefore, this is harking okay. back. To a, to a sound okay. which is no longer popular. Okay, I see what you're saying. But I think it moves away from that quite quickly. Well, it does, it a, does. As we, get to, as we get to verse two, you get... What, and what I like about the song is... Like, it's not verse two, actually. It's the second half of verse one. Mm. Like, 32 seconds. It deviates. You have... Uh, the first two lines follow the same pattern. Mm. First time, he'll say, never is a long time. And the second time, it then goes into a different chord progression so that it can move into the chorus. And what a big chorus it is. So that's quite, I quite like that, that style of songwriting in that you're repeating something, but not all the way through. Yes, yes. So you've got, and again, from the Swan, it's great when he sings Never Is A Long Time, and then the next time it moves into the big chorus, it, it goes huge. The ride from the myth is, is massive. And from Flea, oh, sorry, mate, that was me touching your microphone stand, so feel free to berate me. No, no, it's fine. You have this pulsing, pumping, repeating bass line from Flea, which, which roots... And then, you get, yeah, and then it boots. 
And then it rises and then falls again. And he does a cool rundown. So listen to, the cor- listen to that chorus as it goes into that. Yeah. And listen to what Flea's playing. And it's a really, it's a lovely repeating line because the chords are repeating. Yeah. The swans keeping the same melody. Yes. And in fact, saying the same thing. And Flea is really adding something that is pushing it to a new level. Very clever. And what do we think of the drop? Oh, we love it, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it. it's tremendous. They're, they're, it's More than anything, I think it's really innovative. As you were saying, you know, how do you solve a, a problem where you do that? And it It's works. out there, yeah. It, it takes something... It, again, it moves it away from the familiar. The first time you listen to it, you might think, oh, that, that was a bit weird. But then once you analyse it, it, it's... It really works, and it enables the song then to move into a new area. And from there, we build and build and build. Yeah, this is exactly the structure that the song I've done for Vanessa for this year, for Christmas this year, that I haven't obviously yet played to her. Gone public with. Yeah. Once you get past that question, Mm. you don't then have to go back from the chorus. It's a similar song structure, actually. Mm. I never subconsciously nicked it. You don't go back to the verse progression or the verse pace or the verse whatever whatever the difference is so you don't have to worry about it there's only one point in the song where it's an issue yeah and it's I've, I've yet to solve my problem as well as they solved that that problem I have to be honest well there's still time for you Ben yeah there is how long how about 20 long? days mm. how long how long will I slide separate my side mm-hmm Oh, and I don't. Oh, no, he's opened up the custard beer. Right. You're so, a twat. So, no, no, Ben. This is another sponsor that I'm delighted has approached me. I just want to say this. Despite yeah, you will try this. I will not. Yes, I will. will not. Ben. No. Ben. No. This, I've been approached once again by Northern Monk. Uh, Which uh, I applaud. Yes, indeed. It's the twist edition. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what it means. That's what it says there. You'll soon explain what it means. And this is a rhubarb and custard pale ale. That's ridiculous. Now, I, oh I love I love rhubarb and custard. Well, you should, Ben. Please, I for, dis- No, for the love. Has of Has it brother. been chilled? Yes, it's cold. For the love of my who? Your, your brother. Oh, fine. Try that. So this is this is Ben. No, no. Oh, try it. This is oh, Ben. Jesus, I smelled it. Yes. Trying Northern Mike. This is well out of his comfort zone. He's doing it for the love of his brother. it's out of my comfort zone. And the love of the listeners. Here we go. He's applying it to mouth. I feel sick. Ben, just put it in your mouth and swallow it. I'm just No, you'll like it. Trust me. Right, this is it. Now, this is a rhubarb and custard pale ale. This is Ben trying it, and he will immediately talk about it. Go on. Just give me a second. It's 4.6. It's fine. Here we go. Don't breathe on it. It's too late now. Excessively. He's done it. Actually, it's not. Un, it's not. It's not unsimilar to what I normally do, which is drink a straight lager and suck a lolly. Yeah, that it's very rhubarb and custard, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, I, it, it's it's very drinkable. So thank you. Oh, he, <laughs> so Northern Monk rhubarb and custard. Uh, I will now. I'm try surprised it. you'd like it. 
Now that is it's it's quite something. Yeah, I'm surprised you you like it. Well, I love rhubarb and custard sweets mm. and pale ale and pale ale. And but to combine them is uh, is is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Hang on, what, what that, what's that situation? Okay, I'm just we're just going to ask you what because Alan Partridge says that, doesn't he? Oh, does he? To can yeah to. I don't know. Let's move no, on. Yeah, let, yeah, let's move on here. Yeah. Hang on. Just give me 10 seconds. Really? No. <laughs> right. Okay. So back to song, which is a superb song. That wasn't, that wasn't bad. If that was colder, yeah. I think I could go for that. Mm. Now, once verse two proper comes in after the first chorus, yes. the guitar line in the left ear, there's a new big guitar line. This is where the verse is really built. The yes. verse really builds. The keys, by this point, are pretty much out, out of it, yeah. where they were covering the left ear before. So you've got two guitars and two ears doing different things. The new guitar becomes the main guitar, interestingly. It's not an addition. Normally, I think when you add stuff to a song, you build it subtly. Mm. As verse two starts, this really comes in really pronounced. Mm. And the main guitar, which was in the right ear previously, is now in the left ear. That's odd, but it works. Yeah, yeah. And but you've got to try these things, haven't you? You've got, to, you've got to push the boundaries. You've got to push the envelope. And they did. And they did on this song. I mean, we've got some amazing roles from Chad here. Yes. 144, oh, I mean, great role. As a, as the song finishes, you have, you have absolutely massive roles. Well, this is, this, this is what I said earlier. If, if we, you know, if someone, a new band approached a, a group of people and played this song, one of the things that would stand out is those roles. They are astonishing. Question is, I'll come back to that. But um, verse 2, as we said, there's two parts to each verse. There's that first line, there's that first kind of four lines that ends in Never Is A Long Time, and then there's the lead into the chorus. Mm. The second time, the first time they do it, there's a distinct gap between those two parts. The second time, he comes almost straight in, there's no gap, which is a, an interesting decision. Yeah. I would have th- thought you might have done it the other way around. Either way, I think it's great. Yeah. But yeah. It's just, and also on the choruses, later on in the, as the song finishes, he is adding in stuff to those chorus parts. Mm. So what he's talking about... Um, what does he talk about? Right, so the problem is... He talks so, about babies, a baby clapping on your dress. It's those kind of nuances that make it hard, harder to remember. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a song that when you first listen to it, or, or listen to it after not, as I said, don't listen to this stuff that often, it seems a bit unstructured. Mm. But it actually really works all the way through. It's what I would term a Bobby Dazzler. Hmm. Okay. So, is it on the album for you, then? It's with great regret that I have to say no. Hmm. It's only a short one. Maybe we could just stick it in between two other songs. Tack it on. Yeah. Well, we can do. Look around. It's better than that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's got to be. Mind you, they've made so much money from everyone using that on adverts in America. Have they? Yeah. Yeah, really have. Gosh, I didn't know about that. Yes, because they like the claps. Yeah, well, how do you know about uh, American advertising? What, American revenue streams? (laughs) (laughs) Just do. Wow. Okay, so that was great. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) That's superb. Never was a long time. Really enjoyed it. Really good song. So, best song tonight? I would say... Well, let's let's review what we've listened to. (laughs) (laughs) We've listened to Strange Man. Yes. Hang on a second. Let's actually review what we've listened to. Okay. We've listened to Strange Man, Long Progression. Yes. 
then we had another good one. Then, oh my god, you wouldn't believe how far away this list is. Uh, strange man. Uh, we've got them written down here. Oh, well, I've got them in here now. Strange Man, Long Progression, Magpies on Fire. Oh, the one we were just talking about. Two flaming birds with one flaming stone. Victorian machinery never is a long time. And Love of Your Life, which we didn't get to. Didn't get to. Eh, eh. So, the worst song, I think we can both agree, was Victorian machinery. Yes, that's firmly in the fifth. Okay, that's easy. Then Strange Man. Agreed. Then... Oh, no, I've changed my mind. Okay. Long... uh, Magpies on fire. No, Victorian machinery is the lowest. Yes. Then magpies on fire. Not for me. You're going for strange man. I am. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm then going for. We're doing it backwards, aren't we? Yeah. I'm then going for strange man. Okay, and I'll go for. I like magpies on fire. I know. If you just do it from the top, it's quite confusing. Best song. Right. <laughs> Long progression. Really? Yeah, I mean, I am inclined to agree with you, but I do like Magpies on Fire. Okay, so, it, well, it's long progression for me, and we won't go through the rest. No. It's too time-consuming. It's tight. Mm. But clearly the worst was Victoria Machinery. Victoria Machinery is an, an abomination. And having said that, we'll move on to the socials. Yes. If you would like to be part of this conversation, then email into bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com. Visit us at bentownsendmusic.net where we host this and, uh, and my original songs. So you'll be able to listen to Vanessa's Christmas song after Christmas. That would be nice. That would be nice. On Twitter, I am at universallyrhcp. Samuel, you are? At stacktownsend. And on Insta, I'm universallyspeakingrhcp underscore pod. Samuel, you are? I have no idea. Oh, well, fair enough. Uh, so, I, I am absolutely busting for a wee. So, I don't think I've got a song in me this week. What do you mean? What do you think I meant? <laughs> uh, have you got a song you want to sing? We're, getting our, we're, we're bogging ourselves down here. Yes. Let's simply get into kind of a really high-stakes high pop song. Okay, what about this? Hit me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. About which... Bow, and why, oh baby, baby, oh. how was I supposed to know? Here we go, that something wasn't right here. Oh baby, baby, I shouldn't let it go. But now you're out of sight, yeah, show me what you want it to be. Tell me, baby, cause I need to know now. Oh yeah, oh, my loneliness is killing me. And I, I must confess, I still believe, still believe. When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Give me a sign. Hit me, baby, one more time. And that is goodbye from me, Starsky Thunderclap, and from him, Cuckoo McDonald. (laughs) 